Welcome to Make Pods Great Again. I'm your host, John Woolley, content creator for the Instagram page, Make Wads Great Again. Welcome back to the show. We are in week three of the Open. So today we will be talking about 20.3. So that means, of course, I'm joined by my sister from another mister, <laughs> Nikki. How you doing, Nikki? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm getting good at just winging these intros for you. I know. I'm glad that I've graduated from being effervescent or, to your sister. Yeah, but it's not really a graduation from bestie to sister from another mister, though. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to bestie <laughs> for all it's worth. So you've had a busy week. You have a new addition to the household. We have a new puppy in the house. New, well, hi, Bean, speaking new, of animals. Yeah, if it's National Cat Day, and so Bean decided to jump up on the table and stick his ass in my face. It's like every day is National Cat Day. Every day is National <laughs> Ass Day. <laughs> Your that. house, in my house. Bean has no chill. He loves putting that little butthole in my face. Gross. I know. That's why cats are lovely. Yeah, they're so well, lovely. They you know, seem like less of a pain in the ass than dogs. This is have, day one of the puppy in the house, and I'm already like, oh yeah, I forgot. This is a full time fucking job. <laughs> well, it's a it's a burner. So how much do these things weigh as puppies? So he's 18 pounds. Oh, so yeah. big. 18 pounds at eight weeks. Um, he's enormous. And our other burner, who's six years old, is real small. He's only like 85 pounds, which is little for a burner. But the sire of the litter where this guy came from, the new guy, like the dad, weighs 140 pounds. So, shit. <laughs> yeah, it'll, be a, it'll be a big one. I had a, uh, had a Newfoundland for a while named Bear. Oh. And I uh, looked just like being only a million times bigger. It was like yep. solid black and nicest, sweetest dog ever. But at, if I remember right, at six months old, he weighed like 110 pounds. He was so big. Oh. And like the UPS driver would pull in the driveway and he wouldn't get out of the car because he was just gigantic. He just looked like a horse. Right, know? right. Like you had, sir, are you, do you have a bear in your yeah. front lawn, is sir? He, is your dog friendly? You know, that was the thing I always heard. He was a sweet boy though. No, but, I love new fees. Well, let's uh, let's talk about CrossFit. So right. big week, 20.3. Have you recovered yet? No, I haven't because I fucked up my neck. Like I fuck up my neck every time I do handstand pushups. So here I am like the bionic woman still unable to turn around. Good luck, everyone driving behind me on the highway. If I need to you know, it, if only you had had someone in your life given advance, given advice to scale. You know, <laughs> if, if only. <laughs> it's not, unfortunately for me, it's not. Uh, it's not a capability issue as much as it's a. Uh, uh, like I've got some compressed discs in my neck. I'm, I'm going to the chiropractor trying to figure it out. It's I'm capable. I have the capacity, if you will. No. Uh, I just I always tend to to get all jacked up afterwards so this was for sure a one and done for me just diane is not my jam i've accepted it i've moved on how about you uh it should have been one and done i'm uh i have, have mixed feelings about how this one turned out so i went in on uh i did friday night lights with the crew and you know the scale for the men is ridiculously light like it's 135 pounds in the deadlift 185 i mean you do the step up and instead of handstand push-ups it was um hand release push-ups mm -hmm. and then you do a bear crawl instead of the the handstand walks which is great because i can't handstand walk right um so uh, for the first time i'm like all right i'm just going to go full send as hard mm -hmm. as i can go like i had already kind of done the math i'd looked at the results from two years ago and i knew people in my age group kind of there was about a, a minute difference between the person in first and the person in tenth and so i'm like all right so that's my window i have to fall within I'm just going to go full send. It's roughly, 
you know, I needed to come in somewhere between 4.30 and 5.15, give or take. And so I did that. So I like, I came out hot and uh, Damn. yeah, so I did the first 21.59 in 2.03, which what? I was really fast. And I finished in um, 5.10. That was my first attempt. Wow. And those deadlifts at 185, which by the way, are, I think 185 is very light. I don't, you know, it's just my perception of it. They felt like they were 385. I'm sure. My heart rate was jacked so high. Like it was ridiculous. Your spine was like, what way are we bending? Yeah, it was not like, I, I remember going into it thinking, all right, I'm gonna do 21 unbroken at 185. And I did five and my hamstrings were like, yeah, no, you're not. Ooh. It was, uh, it was not fun. And so then I decided, all right, well, I'll kind of watch the scores for a few days and decide if I'm going to do it a second time. Well, by Monday, there were still several who hadn't posted, but there were a few people ahead of me. And so I'm like, all right, well, it's only five minutes. I can do anything for five minutes. Right. Exactly. Take note ladies. And uh, yeah. so, so I go back in and this time Saxon's judging me. And so I'm like, all right, I'm not going to go full center. I'm going to slow down that 2159. So if my hamstrings are intact for the second round, and so I did the first 2159 and I'm remembering, right. I want to say it was like two thirty ish, give or take, which I still think was right. And by the time I got to the last set of nine, I was at four minutes even. Oh, and so I had plenty of time to do nine deadlifts and do a bear crawl. Yeah. Know? And just fell apart on the last yeah. set of nine. Like it just all fell apart. I finished in five nineteen. So five yeah. So 510 was my uh, score. So that's the, you know, the first one I've done that I didn't improve, but I did, I learned stuff, which I've learned stuff in all these redos. So I think, it, you know, I found it kind of worthwhile in that aspect. Yeah. And then as it stands right now, I'm fifth overall. So. Is that good? Is it chapping your ass kind of? Honestly, be honest. What? The Being fifth? No, 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 no. I feel great about it. I mean, I, you know, I, I feel like. You know, when I have been going in this open, while I'm certainly looking at the leaderboard and, and kind of watching those guys ahead of me and behind me to kind of see how I stack up against them, like I'm really wanting to figure out even in the redos, like what could I have done different? And so yeah. like in, in 21 and 22, I learned a bunch of stuff about pacing and, and heart rate. In this one, um, it was, it, this was a capacity thing for me. So it was like, I, I got my best effort in the first one. So I think I learned something there too, that, you know, I've certainly got some weaknesses when it comes to just like that capacity. And I also learned how hard I could push myself. Cause that the first time I did it, when I was going full sin, it was, it was way harder on my system than it was the second time. But, um, you know, I was able to push to that place. So I learned some stuff, you know, I'm not I really chapped. I love that. I love that you're you're using it as a learning experience. I'm a huge fan of the redos in that aspect because the way I look at it, like you're always going to learn something about how you handle the known versus the unknown. You know what I mean? You'll always find either a new way to strategize or a new way to control your heart rate or a new way to just like handle it mentally, which, you know, if you're that very rare kind of CrossFitter where it's not as much of a mental game for you, maybe that's not as important. But for me and for a lot of other people I know, it is such a mental game just going into it being so nervous or anxious or, you know, so excited that you go out real hot that when you have a chance to to redo it and you have a chance to approach it again, there's 
there's a huge benefit for just your, your mental game even, you know? Yeah. And I think the one thing I've learned, um, from doing this for the amount of time, and it took me a long time to learn this. So this is really kind of just advice for people listening. Like, so I got five minutes, 10 seconds on the wad. And I think a couple of years ago, I, to this day, I would still be obsessing about that. What I think is the missing 11 seconds that I took breaks when I should have been under five minutes. And now I'm right. able to look at it with perspective and go, I'm no more or less fit based on 11 freaking seconds. No, You know, I made the lifts. I, everything went right. I just right. took breaks in the wrong time. Right. And you think 11 seconds, even over five minutes is it's literally two breaks at, you know, maybe one, I, you know, I don't even remember. It was kind of yeah easy at the time. Yeah. Uh, so that. that's great. Yeah. It's been fun so far. So, you know, I, I'm kind of anxiously awaiting 24. I mean, we, at this point we know gymnastics is coming muscle. Yeah, something. I wouldn't be surprised if more thrusters were coming like a barbell thruster. And I know that we've already done the dumbbell thrusters, but I just, I just have a hunch. Oh, I think we're doing pull-ups and thrusters like we do every year in the last yeah. one. I don't, I think Dave telegraphs that one like, and I don't blame him. You know, it's, it's the perfect test. Every yeah. Year. So, yeah. so we'll see. And it looks like there were some great games, athletes, performances this week. Voner just keeps moving up the leaderboard. Man. He's so impressive this season. I mean, he's impressive every season, but it's, it's been really cool to see, you know, where he ended at, at games last year, which I know he was not happy about. And he's sort of like coming back with a vengeance, you know? Yeah, third and and Frazier continues to move up. So Matt's like he does fourth and Noah in fifth. So all is right in the world, getting everybody back up there. Um, BK still second. And then what's his name? Lefteris. Am I getting that right? Lefteris Theophanetis. Lefty. Lefty still, <laughs> Lefty still in first, but there seems to be a little drama this week over on uh, Armin's show about whether his measurements were accurate. So it's we'll see with these penalties, they keep, you know throwing down we'll see what happens there i know i'm curious to see what happens with the jacob hepner muscle or knuckle rather knuckle handstand push-ups too what was your opinion on that i have an opinion i'm curious what yours is i don't i mean i guess i just feel like i feel bad for the dude that his measurements make it so much more difficult for him and i kind of feel like knuckles are harder than palms so it's like if he wants to make it harder for himself why would we knock him for that it's like if there were push presses in a wad and, and someone was doing strict presses, like they would, you would count the reps. You'd be like, that's relatively inefficient and kind of stupid, but yeah, you know, I don't well, know. What well, he had, you know, in his explanation, and I think he hit it right on the head, you measure to the knuckle. So why can't you use the knuckle? I mean, you're measuring to that point. You ought to be able to use that as part of the movement. And so I agree with them. And, and to your point, it is harder. It's virtually at that point, you know, no different than doing any other strict press when you could be mm-hmm. doing a jerk or a, or a push. So, yeah. you know, I think he should be allowed to do it. Um, you know, I haven't attempted to do a handstand push up on my knuckles. I guess I could try it. I'm pretty good at handstand push ups. It, it looks harder. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I'd like to see him qualify for the, the, through the open, but you know, the guy's going to qualify one way or another. I mean, he's just a a beast all around. So. Yeah, I hope so. I just hope it doesn't like take the wind out of his sails. You know what I mean? Because he's doing well in the open. And like you said, I'd like to see him continue to sort of put on a show. Yeah. I, I don't think they'll, well, I don't know. I, I hate to even speculate whether they'll, you know, do a ruling on it or not. It looked fine to me when I watched it, but 
I don't know, but there were a lot of names moving up this time. Uh, Tim Paulson keeps climbing the charts up to 17th now, which is. Did you repost his video of breaking that table? <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh my God. His, his caption was like, what happens when you do an open wad outside of your own box? And you're like, not spatially aware. And he like came out of a handstand and just completely like threw a glass table. I know it's crazy. And then Mark Juan Jones, uh, my guy is moving up. He's the 33rd now. So you're starting to see some of these guys that have been to the games before starting to make a move. Um, my guy at close side, Spencer Pancheck. Huh. at 41st right now. Nice. Nice. Got the, got the family bragging rights. He, he won't even talk about it. They're so damn superstitious. So oh, was, really? That's why I just assumed they were just super humble. No, I mean, he's I got, too, but... well, I mean, if, after it's over, he'll talk, you know, until it opens over, he's not going to talk about it. Fair, but, fair. Good competitive um, mindset. Yeah, but you're really you're starting to see the leaderboard take shape now. So it should be interesting to see what the next couple of weeks are. Yeah. So uh so you pissed off the whole world this week. Oh my God. The internet is ablaze. Torches, <laughs> pitchforks, I'm I'm the pariah. So you wrote this uh article, I got an opinion piece, and not an article, an opinion piece for yeah. morning chalk up, open letter to anyone doing the open without quote unquote doing the open. Yeah, I have I have some opinions, clearly. Um, and I I don't know, I just wanted to put them down on paper to spark discussion and to, you know, keep communication alive in our sport. I tried really hard to um barricade the argument against what I could already hear coming down the pipeline, like, well, what about teams? Or well, here's all my really, really good reasons for not doing the open or not signing up for the open. So I, I tried as many times possible to say, this is only about individuals. This is only about a couple very, very specific excuses. I use the term excuses, but whatever, specific reasons that I keep hearing over and over again that only have to do with the changes to the season and the changes to the CrossFit game structure as their reasoning for not signing up. And yet, like hundreds of comments, like, well, I broke my leg or, you know, <laughs> like, like legitimately good reasons, including I just don't want to, which is also totally fine. But it was just something that I wanted to put pen on paper too. And, and I, I did hear a ton of positive feedback and a ton of people saying, I've been hearing this too. And I also disagree, or I disagree with you, Nikki, but let's talk about it because I just love to talk about this stuff. That's why we do this podcast. That's why we have morning chalk up. That's why, you know, and I love to entertain those respectful, I'm going to say it again, respectful <laughs> disagreements. Um, but Jesus Christ, people are assholes online, huh? <laughs> you're, just wow. figuring, you're just figuring this out. I'll let, you run, I'll let you run my page for a day. You can, you can answer some of the DMs. Um, I guess I just didn't, I've never really um, stirred the pot. I stirred the pot fucking good on this one, I guess. I just thought people were going to be like, no you're wrong. I was going to be like, all right. Do you think you, do you think you underestimated how pissed off people still, or how pissed off a lot of people still are not only at regionals being taken away, but just kind of the overall overarching changes to the games? Well, it's hard to say because I'm pissed off about a lot of things too. And I'm, you know, happy to discuss those things. I even wrote in the article, you know, obviously the the layoffs and the destruction of the media team make me feel some kind of way that I can, you know, I'd be happy to talk about. But that's that's not what this was about. This was so specific. And yet people are coming out of the woodwork 
with a with a wide range of comments that have nothing to do with what I was saying, including like my favorite one I think so far was like, you know, at reporter Nicole sounds like the Karen who wants to speak to the manager. <laughs> and I was she- like, what? I wish I'd read that one. I would have photoshopped the haircut on you. Oh, it would have been good. It would have been. It's not too late. It's still there. Well, so let's let's talk about some of the points. I mean, I, you know, because the one I hear a lot, you you outlined this one was I don't want to give CrossFit my twenty bucks, and I think that for me, that's where I see and hear often from people on my own page that you know they're they're still pissed at Greg or they they don't like the changes. They don't you know yeah they, they don't love the direction that the company's going. So they don't want to support, you know, those endeavors by forking over the 20 bucks. Yeah. And I actually think that that's a good argument. And if that resonates with someone and if that sort of sparks your, I don't know, your, your inner self to want or not want to support an organization, I think that's really important. I think people should stand with what they believe. I have a different viewpoint of it, which I outlined in the article, which is you can have my 20 bucks because I, although I don't agree with all of the decisions you made, I do overall want this company to continue. I want my affiliate to continue. I want this training methodology to continue. The work that we're doing with CrossFit Health, though I'm not particularly involved in, I still like and want to continue. There are aspects of it that are worth it for me and important for me. And seeing the money from the open transfer into some kind of a CrossFit Games, which I hope is still around in the coming years, is important to me. That is not to say that I'm right and everyone else is bullshit. Like I hear all those arguments and you know, for certain, if you've been affected by the changes on a, an emotional level, I hear where you're coming from, but go get a therapy dog. Um, <laughs> for me, it's still worth it. And, and I think there are a lot of people who agree. So again, it was just trying to formulate words around that emotion of like, God, you know, I'm pissed and change is hard and some things I really don't agree with, but overall, do I still want us to do this and call it CrossFit and go to Madison and do all the things that I, that I've been doing? Yeah, I do. So, so here's my 20, you know, you know, I'm with you on this one. I'm not sure we'll, we'll agree on all points, but this one I'm all in on that people that are sitting around bitching, well, I don't want to pay my 20 bucks because I don't want to support Greg and his endeavors, but they continue to do CrossFit or like a vegan that wears leather shoes. Oh, really? It's exactly what it's like. It's like a vegetarian or a vegan that's wearing a leather belt and leather shoes, but bitching about eating meat. Like you're, you're spending the money. You can look at look at all these guys complaining. They're all wearing nanos or Metcons or whatever. Who do you think's getting that money? It's not all yeah. going to Reebok. It's not all going to Nike. They're, they're all spending money in the CrossFit space at some point. Like Greg's getting his money. He's going to get it one way or another. You're, you're supporting them. Yeah, I guess. It doesn't doesn't mean you have to do the open. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people have to do the open, but to say I'm not going to do it because I don't want to pay them 20 bucks is disingenuous when you're paying the money anyway. Yeah, two things. First of all, let's be super clear. I'm also not saying people have to do the open. Again, I tried to put some serious specificity around this article. It still doesn't matter. Like there's so many comments online I saw that were like, why don't you just let people do themselves and be happy? Like, fuck off. I'm like, what? Clearly, first of all, if you are commenting that, then you should also let people have their opinions and fuck off. Like that argument is neither here nor there, but there's nowhere in the article that I said that the, you know, most people need to sign up or I can't believe we're not signing up or all these things. Like it is not to shame people into or not into doing the open. It's just, if you're bitching about the changes to the season, 
for these specific reasons. Let me provide you with some information, some hard facts about why that might not make a lot of sense. Like for the guys that are like, I wanted to go to regionals and now there are no regionals. So I'm not doing the open, which I hear all the time. Like that shit doesn't make sense. It yeah, just the- it doesn't make sense to me either. The, the other point you made in the article I thought was interesting because I've heard this from a lot of people that have said, well, I'm not doing the open because, and their because is their gym is hosting their own open. Love. I or, love when gyms do intramural opens. Is yeah. Uh, no, we don't do that. We do, we do like a, a competition, you know, they divided us into teams and then you get a point for yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and that's fun for us. You know, it's good community building, but we're all still doing the open. You know, we're also looking at our rankings and that's part of our competition. Like, you know, whoever has the best weekly ranking gets a point, you know, and yeah. so on and so forth. I love that. I think that's a really, really great way to build the community. And some of the arguments that I saw too online and uh, apologies, I did not read every comment because I got really bored, but <laughs> a lot of the comments were like, well, I paid to do my intramural open and I don't want to pay twice or I can't afford to pay twice or that shit adds up. That sounds like a really good reason not to sign up for the open does not like sound, does not sound rather like one of the reasons that I'm writing about. So again, not does not have anything to do one way or another, if that's too much money for you, or if you would, you know, your reasoning is you'd rather see the money go to your gym rather than CrossFit HQ. I think I would kind of throw my whole, like, I don't want to see this die argument in there, but not one of the reasons I was writing about. So we, yeah, I can see why people wouldn't want to pay twice, but I, I would struggle with the gym that's charging for their own intramural open. I mean, it feels, you know, like what are they going to change in their programming for five weeks that you're not already paying for? Yeah. most, Most gyms I know don't charge extra for it, but you know, some might want to for, I don't know if they're like hosting a Friday night lights with like food and Bev and that's where that money goes. I don't know. I'm sure there are, there are plenty of ways to spend all that money, but. Yeah. For, for me, it's about the test. I mean, I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't care if people do it or don't do it. I w I'm with you. Like if they're not going to sign up for it, what I don't want them doing is plugging themselves into the formula and going, well, I would have finished here had I done it. You know, you have enough people doing that. You do dilute the results. Like you really do. Like, yeah. And I don't know how many people are doing that. I mean, obviously people are voting with their feet and I support that too. So I'm kind of in a weird space here where like Greg and I are really aligned on this. Like, you know, he just, uh, there's a a big um, thing on Armin's uh, show that was really interesting where Greg fired an affiliate because a guy went into an affiliate group chat and was bitching about CrossFit and basically said he doesn't think it works anymore. And so Greg's like, all right, well, let's end your affiliate, have a good day mm-hmm. and shut him down. And, you know, I think Greg even said to me once, uh, we're having breakfast or something that, um, you know, Hey, look, if you don't like it, get out. Like, you know, that's his kind of his philosophy on life. It, you know, this is a, it's a free world. You're not, we're not forcing you to do CrossFit. And right. And I feel that that way about most things in my life. Like you don't like something, just quit doing it. You know, don't bitch about it. Just stop. You know, so if you don't want to do the open, don't do it, but don't not do it. But then say, oh, but I would have beaten you. Well, no, you wouldn't have, you know, not at all. You know, right. Right. And if you don't like an article, don't read it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Set the internet ablaze with rumors about how I'm such a bitch. I promise I'm not. 
Well, I, I thought it was well-written. I'm going to encourage everyone to go over to Morning Chalk Up and uh, check it out and then to go to uh, Nikki's Instagram page and leave her some nasty comments <laughs> the worst about, shit. <laughs> about what a bitch you think she is for writing this article. Oh, cause, my uh, goodness. I thought it was good, Nikki. I Thank you. I appreciate that. And I'm I'm totally open to just chatting. Like, I just want to keep discussion open about this stuff because I'm sure more changes are coming down the pipeline and we're all going to face them together. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's clearly more coming. Um, you know, I, I did think, uh, well, I mean, we don't have to get into it too much here, but I also want people to go watch the thing that Armin did on that affiliate because I thought it was really cool. And I do think that you're going to continue to see CrossFit move deeper and deeper and deeper into the health space. And I think for at least in the short term, we're probably going to continue to see people voting with their feet along the lines of the open. Like they're down a couple hundred thousand people this year doing it. And I'm actually okay with that. I mean, I, you know, I don't think the open has to be a million people in order for me to get a good test in right? or or for any of us. I just need a big enough baseline for me to look at it and go, okay, how do I stack up against other 49 year olds? Like this year, I feel like I stack up pretty good. You know, I might actually our exit next year just to see like, how do I stack up against people in the 50 year old age division? You know, you know, I, I think that's why the test is important because you can do it several different ways. You can do what kind of what I'm doing this year, which is doing redos to see if you can learn stuff from it. And I just don't think you get that in a day to day gym environment. Your coaches don't have time. The other people don't have time. Like it's just doesn't work. Well, and you might not push yourself to that extent on a daily basis either. You know, it's a competition setting, you know, it's a stake. There's a leaderboard where you get to, you really do want to see what your absolute max abilities are. And I think the test resonates because of the structure of the season. And if that continues to change and if games goes away and if sanctionals replace games or if everything becomes an independent thing, or, you know, I know people are talking about like, what if this one giant event is just its own thing and no one cares about going to games because you just want to go to Waza or Granite or Dubai or something like that. I mean, all of those changes could come into effect and that would change the effectiveness of the open. But right now this is the season that we have. So in my mind, it makes sense to go through the motions and support the season that we have. When it changes, because I'm sure it will, I'm sure I'm going to get the people who are like, oh, you're going to do the Open now, <laughs> Nikki? Come on. But right. like, that's not the point. Like, The point is, for the people who hate change, this is what we got. This is what we got. This you know is what, what we I mean? got. Yeah. Yep. This is what we got. Well, I got a couple of things coming up. What you got? Well, uh, we have... The CrossFit Winter Classic coming up yes. December 7th and 8th, right? Um, for those that have, I know we've talked about it before, but just to recap, you know, this is a really kind of spectacular event. You're going to have some amazing athletes there this time. We'll have uh, all the pan checks. Well, all not, all, not all of them. I mean, Almost you know, all of them. Yeah. I mean, there's so many of them. They live in a shoe. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's a Reebok Nano. That's what's even crazier. So, oh uh, uh yes yeah, so noble high top yeah actually no and now it would be innovate now they all they're all oh, sponsored right. by innovate that's right um, but uh yeah so you'll have scott saxon and spencer uh fisa gavi will be there games athlete you'll have amanda barnhart uh mm-hmm. christy aramo uh who else you have a game uh, graham holmberg graham holmberg yeah who else who am i missing, am I missing uh Yes, you are missing Margot Alvarez. Yes. Oh, how can I forget Margot? I love Margot. She's my she's my buddy. 
and um, Logan Aldridge. Yes. So you will have a lot of amazing athletes there. Uh, I'm going to be competing with somebody. <gasps> I don't know with who, but uh, I'm going to be competing with someone. So that'll be fun. You'll Actually, be there. All the games athletes are going to be competing with someone that they don't know yet. That's kind yeah. of the cool thing about this this competition is there's uh, a bunch of partner wads and you register with your friends. And then right before the event, we will contact a couple of the teams that sign up and be like, hey, what if we split you guys up and partner A gets to work out with uh, Scott Panchik instead and partner B gets to work out with Graham Holmberg instead? What do you think? And obviously those people can't stand atop the podium, but they get a different sort of uh, experience out of the competition. So, And so if they sign up this week and use the code SPOOKY20... Yeah, spooky 20. Spooky 20, just in time for <laughs> Halloween. They yep. save 20, 20% off. And uh, and if they sign up this week, I'll give a shout out on my page to any team that comes in. Well, so I'll, I'll put it in the story. So then I get on the main page. We'll put it in the story with whatever rude remark they want. So fantastic. So come up with a baller team name is what you're saying. Yeah. The, the better. I love funny team names. I do too. There's nothing better than a good funny team name. Last year, we had a bunch of really good ones. We had Mike and Larry do like a whole video segment on them and they couldn't even get through the list without (laughs) cracking up. They should let me name the teams. That would be a a good prize. Let me do their team names. That would be, well, okay. I was going to say that would be wildly inappropriate, but. Oh, I can definitely come up with inappropriate team names. Yeah. Uh, And then um, outside of that, I've got another one that I'm doing, uh, Fight for Freedom competition that's going to be in Delaware. Um, that I'm going, yeah. So it's on uh, the 24th at CrossFit Petrum and, uh, it's actually going to be at slim sports complex, wherever the heck that is, but, uh, it's in Delaware and, uh, it's, it's similar RX and scale division. They have four workouts. Um, the money is going to go to funding scholarships and resources for families combating, uh, fallout from post-traumatic stress disorder. So veterans families. Yeah. Yeah. So it's gonna be really cool. They're going to try to raise $10,000, for this organization, they asked me to MC it. So I'm sure that's going to be a shit show, but, uh, <laughs> have but you emceed events before? I have never emceed shit. Oh so. my God. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fun. I mean, look, it's, uh, for me, I'm volunteering the time. So, you know, they asked if I would come, you know, if I would donate time to do this and, and, you know, I've never been to Delaware. So, you know, Oh, exciting. Normally people just vacation in Delaware, right? That's so, right. Uh, of course. Sunny, beautiful Delaware. <laughs> I know. Right. Uh, so yeah, so I'm super excited to go. So that's going to be a lot of fun. It's come up in a couple of weeks. So if anyone's in the Delaware area, I would tell you to look that up and get signed up and, uh, and get in there. So that's awesome. Yeah. So a couple of events before the end of the year. And then, uh, after that, we'll have to be looking at what Wadapalooza probably first up. Probably next. Yeah. I actually leave. So I, I leave Cleveland the Monday after winter classic, get back to Rhode Island that morning. And that night, fly out of Boston to Dubai. Okay. Like a cool 10 hours at home before a 15 hour flight. Awesome. Your puppy will probably weigh 30 pounds more by the time you get back. God, probably. It'll be all grown up off to college, have a little book bag. I'll just be like crying in the back, like empty nester. <laughs> he, he won't even recognize you when you get back. He'll just, turn, <laughs> he'll just turn away, just walk away from you. Unless he needs to borrow the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. Anything else going on before we sign off? I think that's it. Unless you have predictions for the next open wad. 
Oh, I, I totally blew my last prediction. I did a prediction. I was on talking elite fitness this week and I totally screwed that prediction. It was terrible. So I'm going to go with it again. I'm going to say rowing because we haven't done it yet. Okay. And I'm, it's just hopeful thinking on my part. Cause I think I'm a pretty decent rower, uh, and wall balls and, uh, muscle ups. That's my guess. That's a uh, good guess. Just all things considering and everything that we've seen so far. Well, they're all things we haven't done. So right. I, I'm praying for a rower, man. Like at six feet tall, it's the only advantage I have. <laughs> you know, I feel like I need it, but you know, and I got decent cardio capacity, but we'll see. What do you think? Any guesses? Um, I, first of all, I would be fine without rowing in this open, but that's probably not going to happen. Um, I'm thinking, I want to say barbell thrusters, but that's probably going to be the end end game. I think some kind of muscle up progression situation. So it's like bar muscle ups into ring muscle ups with what in between. I'm not sure. I'd like to see that. I've said for a couple of years now, I wish Dave would start a workout with muscle ups just to piss everybody off. I love the drama that goes with that. You know, people have had years to prepare for muscle ups and they still can't do them. And as soon as they hit the open, they're like, I paid 20 bucks for this crap. And they get all pissed off. So I just want to see him start a wad with it. But. We did that a few years ago, didn't we? Like 2014 or 2015? I don't it like know. started with with muscle ups and then it was into wall balls. Or was that wall balls into muscle ups? Was it like a bunch of wall balls into muscle ups? Uh, wall balls into, I don't know. I'm old. I can't remember <sighs> that far back. I can barely tell you what I had for breakfast this morning. Because my brain doesn't work because all I've been doing is timing when my new puppy needs to go out to pee. There Ugh. you go. <laughs> and he's, pro- he's probably ready. So he is. He is. on the, on the dog P note, we will sign off. So Nikki, thanks for being on. I will talk yeah. to you soon. And everyone, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll chat with you guys later.